Here we are. This is the quarantine episode of the podcast. We have two guests for you rolled into one. First off, we talk to Zach Wilkerson and uh, then afterwards Brian Johansson. And uh, so you get a chance to listen to our visits with them and they both kind of weigh in on what we can do to help the music community right now. And of course, uh, just give us their two cents on all the madness that's going on right now. So hope everybody out there is safe and healthy and staying inside and washing your damn hands. And uh, yeah, we'll have a full episode for you later in the week, but enjoy this one for now. So here we go. Like naturally talking into it. I know. <laughs> well, this this is good. This is yeah. Good. Okay. This is where the music is. Fading. Welcome into the welcome into the episode. This is the uh, kind of I don't want to call it the emergency episode, but the uh, the quarantine episode. Random episode here. Yeah, the quarantine Ooh. episode. Yeah. We're all li- live from our <laughs> quarantine spaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we have Zach Wilkerson sitting here with us, and we are. Really excited to get a chance to talk with him, kind of on on bad bad terms, I guess. Right now, it wasn't an ideal situation that put us all together, but yeah, <laughs> here we here are. We are. Nonetheless. So yeah, thanks Zach for joining us here. Um, thanks for having me. Us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. If you don't know who Zach is, he's a he's a musician out of out of Texas, um, making some good music. Um, brand new album out, or not brand new, but got got a new album out there. So. Yeah, it's pretty new. Came out uh, February 28th. There you go, February so, 28th. That's that was brand titled new. Evergreen. Absolutely loved it the first time I heard it. I listened to it like three times that day. So I was I was I'm glad. As this has one, been one that you've been on my list that I was gonna bring to Mike and be like, we should get this guy on, and then it kind of just kind of yeah. just happened. <laughs> Didn't even have to send a big fancy email. Right, I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty. Uh, what's the word? Uh, low key, man. I'm pretty easy. I try to be easy <laughs> to work with most of the time. It's funny because you never know. Sometimes, like this happened with another artist the other day. I sent a great big long email. Oh yeah, we'd love you to come on, kind of thing. And then I just replied to one of his, or I just reacted to one of his Instagram stories, and he just hit me up and was just like talking it up with me, no problem. I was like, well, apparently this was the easiest way to get a hold of you. But you never know because the, D- the DM's kind of unprofessional, so you never know what to do. And then, yeah, it's one way or another. <laughs> You'll DM and they won't reply. They will reply to an email or right. a situation. Well, and sometimes with the email, you know, you've got some people in between there. there some people have right. people that they pay to read their yeah. emails. So you never know what you're getting. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that's the majority of yeah. the time why you send the email, but no, <laughs> I do prefer the DM. It's a lot, a lot more personable. But yeah, so uh, I guess I guess if you <laughs> will, Zach, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, kind of how you came into music, how long you've been doing it. Um, what what's well, up with you? 
Um, I've been actually playing music and performing uh, since I was four. I started singing just in church, and uh, oh, yeah. it was something I really took to, and I kept up with it. And, you know, started playing piano about seven or eight years old, started playing in band, you know, at school. Um, my first band instrument was trumpet. Hey, and me too, learned, dude. Oh, and yeah. then I learned to play like all the band, like all the brass instruments through the course of high school. And I picked up guitar and uh, kept playing piano and played bass and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, I just, uh, music is one of those things that just came to me naturally my entire life. And, and, uh, out, out of, uh, out of high school, I got a, a full ride scholarship for vocal performance and went to school to be a classical singer actually. Wow. And did that for wow. a couple of years, kind of hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I got a, uh, I got a job, uh, to do music at a church. And so I, I did music at a church. I was a worship pastor for over a decade and oh, did cool. that for a while. And then, um, a buddy of mine heard some of my songs <clears throat> and, uh, he invited me to go to the blue light in Lubbock, uh, to play their open mic. Yeah. And he, he assured me that it was no big deal. I should just go and play <laughs> my songs and get the, get them out there. But it was actually their contest. <laughs> he, he totally <laughs> tricked me, man. He called me on a Monday night. Hey, he those are the me. good friends. Those are the friends. Yeah, right. Need. Oh yeah. No, he straight up he straight up lied to me though. <laughs> he called me on a Monday night <laughs> and he said, "Hey man, let's go down and play this open mic, you know, it's no big deal, no pressure. It'll totally it'll be it'll be good for you, you know." And he said, "You know, I'll drive, I'll buy your beer and I'll buy your breakfast." I was like, "Yeah, that's a good deal, you know." And well, so I yeah. went down there and I walked in and my name was on the list for their contest and I was <laughs> like, "Oh, Shit, it's one of these. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I ended up winning the I ended up winning the contest, and I played at Larry Joe Taylor's in Stephenville, April 2012, and then I quit my last, I guess, real job uh, in September 2012, and I've just been uh, running up and down the road playing my own songs since then, full time. So. It's it's oh, yeah. been kind of crazy. I didn't ever think I would get to do this, get to play my own songs for people. But you know, we're three records in, and uh, we got a lot more stuff kind of uh, coming down the pipe. Uh, we're already working on the next couple projects. So oh, awesome! Yeah, that's great. Great. Yeah, that's been a that, blast. That's, that's one of the coolest backstories I've heard. I mean, we we've, we've had a couple like punk rock oh, yeah, backstories yeah. on here, but like. Uh, um, like uh, opera singing, or is that what it was? Opera? No, well, classical. Classical. Yeah, kind of, I mean, it's kind of the. I mean, kind of the same thing. I mean, I used to sing Italian arias and in German and stuff like that. So, <laughs> I guess you could consider it that. But oh, that's cool. I haven't yeah. done that in a long time. I still know some of those songs, but I don't. I don't really sing them anymore. Well, no, no, <laughs> no time like the present here. No, that's really cool. It's <laughs> really cool. Unload it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, but we are. Yeah. No, you got it, Garrett. I've been sorry. running my mouth. It's. 
Well, uh, yeah, we're we're happy to have you on. It's really cool, like you said, really cool backstory. That's very interesting. Definitely, definitely the most interesting one we've had on here. I think. No, no, <laughs> In my opinion. No shade to, um, to the others. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. It's just like just a different yeah, story. It's yeah, not the same old, same old thing. It's just really kind of cool. it. What's um, really weird about it was is that like I picked up the guitar in. 1993 and i, oh, I wasn't I born kinda, yet <laughs> right uh i picked up a guitar in 93 and um i started writing basically immediately after i picked up the guitar and i was writing songs from basically just for myself and kind of expected no one to ever hear them from oh. like 1993 to that would have been 2000 man like 2010 2011 was the first time i ever played my songs in public and so i just wrote literally just for myself and kind of in secret and then this buddy of mine kind of i had a a couple good friends casey berry and chancy bernson who really like helped push me towards the front and then a, a, lot, a lot of other guys who were super encouraging right at the very beginning, uh, a good buddy of mine named AJ Swope, who's passed away. But um, if it wasn't for those people, you know, I, I probably would still be living the comfortable, safe route of just playing music at church, which honestly, man, this is a whole lot more fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a whole lot more fun. I'd imagine. Yeah. I'd imagine. So kind of, kind of, yeah, but kind of bringing it into like why we're doing this episode right now. So you've been on playing your own stuff, as you said, for near a decade now. And I can't imagine in that entire time anything quite like what what is happening right now has happened where everything's getting shut down, like globally everything's getting shut down. And I think everyone's talking about sports and all this, but what's really uh, one thing that's getting overlooked a lot is how much it's affecting people who are on the road and, and playing live music. So um, if you want to talk about kind of how that's affecting you and, and like what's next and, and stuff like that, like that'd be really interesting to hear. What's yeah, what's happen? going on? Yeah. Well, it's 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 been pretty crazy. I, I've, I mean, I'll be 40 this year and I've never seen anything like this in my entire life where the whole world seems to kind of shut down at the same time. You know, um, uh, there's been, you know, epidemic scares, or is it a is it an epidemic or a pandemic? I can't, I don't know the difference. Right, to be honest right with now you. it's I should, a pandemic. I should have done my, I should have done my research <laughs> and looked up <laughs> yeah, my I handy mean... dandy Webster's <laughs> dictionary, but uh, <laughs> I, I've never seen something I like this. I believe it's a pandemic, uh, but ever i've never seen anything like this where it just kind of shuts down everything and i mean when you're getting to the level of event like south by southwest or the houston rodeo or all of the nba man that's (laughs) that's a pretty big deal and i've never seen anything like this um i don't know it's it's definitely interesting how people are having to pivot you know and kind of refocus their energy to into something else and try to figure out what to do in the face of something right. like this. But I mean, I've never, I've never seen anything like this. My, my wife is in education and, uh, they just extended, uh, her 
spring break for another week. Uh, oh. uh, my daughters, um, you know, they go to a different school that my wife teaches at. And so their spring break started today when they got out of class. But they they've extended their spring break for another week. So they're going to be off for two weeks in a row. Um, it's pretty crazy, man, how, uh, how many areas of life it's affecting. Like it's, yeah. it's really spread out to a lot of different places. Right. And you're talking about, you mentioned South by Southwest and I can't yeah. help but notice you were, you were on the, on the docket for that. Uh, I was, um, I had a, had a pretty big, uh, kind of one of those really nice sponsored, uh, corporate parties for Wrangler and Yeti and it got shut down, uh, which honestly that's, that kind of hurts us pretty bad. And, um, then I had uh, a private deal that, you know, wasn't necessarily part of the festival, but, uh, you know, there's so much music and so many shows that happen just around the festival. It was kind of a private, uh, unofficial deal and that hurts us pretty bad too. Um, so, uh, just, just having things like that shut down are pretty, it's pretty rough on us. Um, cause you know, you, you plan, you plan ahead of time and obviously like you, your, your schedule is set. And so that means you turn down work in other places and then that work gets canceled. Yeah. And then you're just out of luck. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> not, not only that, I mean, a lot, I've seen a lot of artists in the last few days who have, I mean, traveled traveled to wherever they're supposed right. to be get there and be like oh sorry yeah you know, spent all that money traveling right. there and then oh, surprise, i mean i'm pretty know. fortunate austin's but, only about only about a four-hour drive from my house and so that's i mean that's nothing in this line of work four hours is nothing right. so yeah you weren't across you weren't across right the country, right but, and so uh um, I, i'm fortunate in in that aspect that austin is still pretty local for me but right. I, I, I can't imagine some of these guys, you know, bands from all over the country and, man, honestly, even all over the world that yeah. were making plans, you know, buying flights, uh, renting vans and stuff months ahead of time to try to get here. And then they're not able to even like it's all lost. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I don't even know yeah. how you would go through the process of trying to get all that they might just be out of their money, you know what I mean? Which is yeah. terrible to think about yeah. for some of those people. Right. So, yeah. And I can't imagine the work it must be to try to, you know, work with all the different venues on a tour, say, and, and try to reschedule yeah. stuff and, and for a, for a later date even, and then work with the, the ticket people. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I don't even know all the layers of it not being a touring musician. Well, it's interesting. I like, I, I would imagine it's just ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> like it's interesting. Cause I'm, uh, working on some touring stuff for, you know, kind of late summer and fall. And even that is kind of being put on hold because right. people don't know what's going to happen, which is insane to think like, yeah. Uh, you well, know, I'm we're talking you. about like June, July, August type dates, uh, which that's, five months away and and people don't want to uh make any like real commitments because right. we don't know yeah what it's gonna be like you which don't. is yeah. which is man that's that's um that's frustrating and it's scary uh well it's not necessarily scary uh but it's maybe uh frightening to think that 
people are expecting it this yeah. thing to go that long which man i don't and i mean like we said it it's just new nobody, right nobody yeah. knows yeah. Nobody, nobody's ever like you said ever been through this situation before so like what i mean i i get it i get why there's so much uncertainty and why there's nobody wants to commit to anything but it's just wild to think about that it's actually happening it's it's for real this isn't you know this isn't gonna go away tomorrow yeah over yeah it's it's pretty nuts but. man and I mean, like I said, you just have to kind of pivot and try to find something else to do, uh, mm. try to find a different way to kind of, you know, I mean, us us touring musicians, we make our living playing shows, you know, we right. don't really make a whole lot off records and stuff because yeah. most people stream and streaming pays like yeah. not very well. <laughs> <laughs> Penny, pennies yeah, on the pennies penny. Yeah, pennies on the penny, baby. Uh, I think someone... Uh, someone was on Twitter today, and I think they said it's something like 300, 300 spins equals a dollar, which is yeah, a big buck, something like that. They were they were talking about it yesterday. I which honestly, I uh, the last time I checked on the rate, I I don't think that's I'm not even sure that's right. I think it's I think it's closer to about a thousand or twelve hundred spins is a dollar. Mm. So yeah. I mean. You're not gonna make any money. Yeah, nobody's making nobody's money making off money off Spotify. Which I mean, I'm I'm still pretty fortunate. It's kind of crazy. I have a, a following in South America. Oh wow! <laughs> and it's, oh. it's so weird, man. Like Brazil, Brazil is like oh Brazil has put like help put gas in the tank before. It's kind of crazy. But shout out shout out to our all our uh, Brazilian listeners out there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get us into a whole new, uh, a whole new f- listening. Man, I hope so. Here. Yeah, from Brazil, I'm gonna have to brush up. Or no, they Portuguese. don't speak Portuguese. Uh, Portuguese, yeah. Don't even speak Spanish. Portuguese, right? Yeah. But um, kind of brings me to my my next question here is, yeah, you mentioned all these touring musicians, yourself included. Like, this is your livelihood. That's how you make your money is on these live shows and and um, playing venues. And with that taken away, like the big fear that I have is like the little guys, um, you know, we don't know how long this is going to go. Like when the, like some people might call it quits, like get a new job, like all kind of that, that fear of the unknown, like we don't want that to happen. Like what are some other ways that we can support our favorite musicians without getting to go see them live? Man, the big thing, uh, is merch still, uh, it's so crazy because merch is really how a tour is successful. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you go to a show and you buy, I mean, even something small like a sticker or a koozie or, it, I don't know, some people have like keychains and can openers or lighters, whatever it is. Sure. Like even those little items, those help so much because it adds up, you know. But really, you know – uh like I see him wearing the Corb Lund shirt, which is awesome because I mean that's T-shirts are like that's a huge deal. That really I don't, I don't know if people realize how big of a deal that is. When if you sell three or four T-shirts at a show, man, that's that's a tank of gas, and that gets right. you that that tank literally gas, gets you yeah. to the next town, and it makes it so it's like all right, man, we're gonna be okay. We can you know we can get to the next place, but you know you get someone who drops, you know, you get a handful of people who buy a shirt and a hat and 
you know, CDs or even vinyl, uh, you know, vinyl is a big one too. You know, if you get people who come in and be like, listen, man, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to drop a wad of cash here and, and buy some cool stuff. You know, you get a handful of those people and man, then it becomes like, Hey, we can actually like buy a hotel in the next <laughs> town or Hey, let's, yeah. let's have a nice meal <laughs> instead of eating Whataburger, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. Hey, that's a luxury. We don't get up here, man. Whataburger. Don't, I mean, that's like yeah, the finest even, dining for us. I mean, we don't get it. Fine dining. I have to drive 14 Whataburger hours. Funded. Man, but, I love Whataburger. That's yeah. why I look like the way I look. <laughs> oh but hey i'm looking i'm actually on your on your site here and you you have a ton of awesome merch out here so we're gonna make sure to to post a link to that you got shirts you got a a shaker or call it a leather cut but you know a shaker yeah it's a it's a like a stainless steel tumbler yeah right oh yeah tumbler that's the word yeah so a ton of cool stuff out there so we're gonna we're gonna be sure to share that and check out so everyone listening can, can check out uh, what you got going on there. So that's yeah, some, please some do. Unique stuff, cool stuff. But let, what what's the name of the website just right now? Is it just, uh, just ZachWilkersonMusic.com, Z-A-C, WilkersonMusic.com, and uh, there's a banner at the top of the yep. the the homepage there, and you can just jump right on there and go to the web store. There's a local company here, um, about 15 minutes from my house. There's some, you know, music super fans and uh, they got a merch company and they've been doing all my shirts and hats and stuff for me for a while now. And then they just kind of got into this business of uh, doing like the web store and fulfillment, which is a huge, huge deal for guys like me because I don't, you know, I don't have to spend my time stuffing envelopes and printing out shipping labels and stuff. They take care of all that stuff for me. And so it's been pretty great. Um you know, they did the pre-order for my vinyl for my new record, which was really nice. So oh, cool. we're working yeah. on getting my working on getting my vinyl going. Um, had a little bit of a had a little bit of a, a fault in the manufacturing of my record, so we got behind the company oh, that no. uh, well, the company that cut the lacquer master. There's just a just a small mistake, so. And when you know we when you put it out there, you want it to be right. So we right. have to yeah. kind of just yeah. we missed our deadline for the um, to get to have it on release day, but it's worth it to have it right. You know what I mean? So it's out there my, now, and you you can get the the right version if you're listening. That's right. You yeah. Well, in fact, in fact, today I I picked up the new test pressings for the vinyl. Oh, so cool. yeah, good to All go. Right. We're back on track now. Sweet. In the works. Well, it's on its way. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I think that's a really cool insight, kind of on how how it's affecting you, but how we can all kind of come together as a community yeah. and 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 help each other out and and. Uh, I think one thing that we're gonna start. I think another thing we're gonna start doing is uh, probably doing these like live stream shows. Yeah. Like I a like it. a Facebook live show or a couch yeah. a couch concert. Um, I've seen some stuff like that on yeah, Twitter. The yeah. other guy had suggested he was like, "Can we just can?" Because he had tweeted, he had tagged us right, or yeah. whatever, oh. and I just I just didn't know how to where yeah. to start, like trying to put something like that together. But he said, because he kind of tweeted at us and like some other uh, different 
you know, podcasts and pages and stuff like that. And they were like, get some artists together and we'll, you know, we'll make a schedule and we'll all buy tickets for like five yeah, bucks, like, like, five, vir- like bucks, virtual yeah. tickets, obviously, yeah. like five bucks a piece. And then we'll divvy it up amongst the four or five artists or whatever who are going to come on and do like kind of like, yeah, like you said, like a live stream concert of some kind. And I don't. Yeah. I don't know the first thing about starting to put that together. I'm sure it's absolutely possible. Man, it's, it's just it's like pretty simple. People need to start looking into. It's pretty sure. simple, you know, with uh, you know, with places like Facebook and stuff. Are you guys familiar with yeah. Courtney Patton and Jason Eady? You bet. Yeah. So yeah. those are those are really good friends of. Uh, they live about two hours from us, but they're really good friends of me and my wife. They have kids the same age as our kids, and so. Uh, it's pretty interesting. We all get together and hang out, and but we we did one of those couch concerts from their house one time. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And it was incredible. And and um, you know, Courtney's done them before, where she literally just jumps on Facebook Live, and then she puts a link to her Venmo. So you have like a like a, oh, a virtual yeah. tip jar. People yeah. pay whatever they want right. if cool. they want to. Right. You know, and then uh, they can they can go on Venmo and say, you know, they drop 20 bucks and they they can like basically buy a request, say, hey, pay th- play this song. Here's 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. That's a great. Believe idea, it or not, actually. stuff like that is huge, man. It, it it's uh that allows. I mean, not only does it allow us to keep working when a lot of these places maybe don't want to be open to the public, right. uh, but at the same time, uh, you know. It it's that it's that added added benefit of you know we don't have to drive four or five hours. There's no gas and there's no hotels. You know, it's just I'm literally sitting on my couch and playing a song for y'all from my living right. room, which is a pretty right. big deal, man. It it yeah. it's it's super it's super helpful for us um, because we still get to work um, even when something like this is going on. You know, and I know that we're probably going to be start looking at doing a few of those. Uh, here in the pretty near future Definitely. because we've got some <laughs> unfortunately now we've got some weekends that are opened up <laughs> yeah so well Book yeah, yeah. you have to let us know when yeah. when you're when you're working yeah, that. Let, let us know absolutely yeah. i, I oh, do yeah, wanna, absolutely we will push that all yeah. over twitter and everything i, I do want to shout out it was uh the guy's name who who uh tagged us in that like five ten dollar virtual concert remember, yeah. his name's jordan it, like at chiku slim he's all over uh been supporting us for a while so awesome. I, don't, I don't know his last name but shout out to jordan that's you know that's a good idea and it's cool to see that that people shout are actually going to do that because you know that's a great yeah as you said it's a great way to uh to yeah still still do what you love doing you get to like you said you get to play your songs that you never really thought you were going to play and you can still get to do that and no one gets sick right what's so, cool. what another thing that's really cool about it is it's fairly interactive you know people yeah. can jump in the the virtual tip yeah. jar, but also people can, people can comment, uh, on the live stream while it's happening. Yeah. And so right. it's pretty neat. Like there's cool chance. Yeah. There's a pretty cool, with, uh, with back and forth that goes on, even though everybody's sitting, you know, in their living room, sitting on yeah. couch. you know, some people are like, some people yeah. are like literally laying in bed. My wife and I, it's funny. Um, we were just, uh, we were, uh, like go, basically getting ready for bed one night and and Courtney said my wife's name is Courtney too which is oh. also it's kind of confusing but <laughs> my Courtney says oh ah, my gosh Courtney okay. Patton is doing a live stream right now I was like what come on pull it up and so we were we were literally just leg in bed about to crash and 
we watched this live stream of Courtney's for about an hour, which was awesome, <laughs> you know, because uh, yeah. I love to hear my friends sing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a really neat way. Uh, I don't know. It's a really neat way for fans to uh, connect with artists and artists to be able to keep working and fans to keep supporting artists. Uh, so I think we're going to start doing that bef- uh, some more. Um, like I said, the only one I've ever done was with Courtney and Jason. So I'm yeah. going to be uh, striking out to some unknown territory yeah. myself. Yeah. Well, well, we'll be sharing that when that comes to be, cause I, I'm excited for that. That sounds awesome. And I, I think, Absolutely. I think a lot of people will follow suit. You know, it's, it's just such a, such a cool idea to, to keep everybody, keep everybody going. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, but Hey, we're, yeah. we're getting what pretty close to our time here. Or do we got a little bit more? I don't know. I'm good. Yeah. Whatever, man. So, you guys aren't um, keeping me. We are going to play some. <laughs> we're not going to leave you hanging here. We're going to play some Zach Wilkerson music just for, for all of you. Brand new music. I, I think fe- February, end of February, that's still brand new. I mean, that's weeks ago. So Yeah, it's still pretty I mean, new. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's brand. I mean, well, two on. weeks, that's brand, I guess. That's, yeah. that's hot weeks. off the press. So Right. We are, we're, <laughs> we're not going to leave you hanging like, okay, we told you who Zach is. If you haven't heard him yet. Uh, yeah, you're going to get to hear him, and, and he's got some great stuff out there. Um, I think we're only going to play one, but he's got a ton more good ones. I think Garrett and I rattled off four or five, and we, we landed on one totally different one to play. So there's a bunch more good stuff out there, too. So <laughs> don't just listen to this one and be like, oh, I know who he Absolutely. is. Keep keep digging. He's got he, – or he, you have so much awesome keep stuff Keep streaming him. Get, get, those, get those pennies of pennies. Yeah, man, yeah. you can keep pocket. streaming. Listen to it a thousand Repeat. times. Get him a dollar. And of course, and of course, you could be real crazy stuff. and like pay for it. That'd be oh, that's like that's yeah. like super fan That'd level. Be wild, wow, Un- unheard of anymore. But wow. I still do like buying music. I still man, do I'm that. still that way. I, I, although I, I'm more, I'm more, uh, I'm more of a, I'll I'll go on the website and buy a vinyl. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. vinyl guy. Or like a CD yeah. to actually have it in my hands. I'm the feels, same way, man. I'm, I don't know. I'm the same way. I still like having a, a physical copy of it, you know, a vinyl or a yeah. or a CD. Like even CDs, I'll listen to a vinyl before a CD at this point, but I'll still buy a CD just to have, like I said, just yeah. to right. have it in my hand, you know, <laughs> rather than oh, I bought it on iTunes, but yeah. it's still like on my computer. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just sounds better on vinyl. Everything well, sounds better. On vinyl. Man, my new vinyl, I'm really excited about because uh, I've had this idea for a few years and I never pulled the trigger on it. And then I thought when we did Evergreen, I was pretty happy with the way Evergreen came out. And so I thought, man, I'm just going to pull the trigger. But so the whole record is a coloring book. <laughs> um, <laughs> the it's a it's a four panel gatefold, and so, uh, but it's just printed in matte white with black lines and uh we're shipping out the pre-orders with colored pencils but it's literally it's a giant coloring book uh and and then the sleeve you know the sleeve that the record sits inside inside the envelope is uh this the sleeve is full color you know the labels on the vinyl are full color and the vinyl itself is uh translucent uh coke bottle green so like you can see through it but um, yeah, that's that's on my radar. I'm ordering one. But yeah, but it's a it's just yeah. a, it is a, it's literally a giant coloring book. That's so. that's unfortunate for me because I didn't graduate kindergarten. I can't stay between the lines. Right. So 
but yeah. I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. It's rock and roll, man. You don't have to pay attention to the lines. Yeah. <laughs> Picasso, man. It's all abstract. There you yeah. go. But. <laughs> all right. Well, we will, uh, I guess we'll wrap this thing up. Thanks again, Zach, for sitting and visiting with us for a little bit and giving us your your two cents on all the madness out there right now and letting everybody know how what they can do to help right now and yeah oh thanks for having me guys thanks so much for coming on yeah thanks so much and i think i think we'll let garrett kind of lead us into the the song here yeah a as you would say yeah for sure as you would say (laughs) in alberta (laughs) yeah in alberta out for a rip bud um, we <laughs> no, no, I'm not out for a rip. I'm corny. That's right. Tonight. You gotta stay home. <laughs> I'd love to go out for a rip. But... <laughs> no, I, I was just gonna say we will have to have you back yeah. on another yeah. day and sit and have a real, uh, you know, a real episode that's not for so sure. short. But we will uh, definitely have you back on sometime and definitely let us know. Everybody out there, keep your eye out for. Those live streams, go follow Zach on Twitter and Instagram. You're on Instagram yeah. too, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. Go give him a follow on social media anyway. And uh, same thing, yeah. Keep your eye out for those live streams. Make sure you go check out his merch. And uh, we are going to leave you here with a uh, tune off of his album that was just released at the end of February, as we've talked about. And this one is Give Your Heart to Love. Thanks for listening. Don't you play that rock and roll Don't you go out dancing Don't you dance too slow Don't waste all of your time Running up and down the road You're gonna have to face the truth Life is mean and cold Better give your heart to love Or the world will steal your soul
All right, we're we're back here with uh, none other than Brian Johansson here uh, out of Iowa. So we're we're kind of getting a a variety from we you know we got we got Zach yeah. from Texas. We're gonna have Blake on from from Canada, and here right in the middle ground we we got Brian uh, from Iowa. So see how see how uh, this pandemic is is kind of affecting everybody. But yeah, Brian's here. He's taking a moment out of his day here to to chat with us about. Uh, kind of how it's affected his tour and his, you know, he works for Mission Creek Festival in Iowa City, how that's how that's taken a toll. So we're excited yeah. to hear um, kind of how, well, not excited. That's not a good word, but um, intrigued to hear how it's affecting people here in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of thrown a, a stick in the spokes of everything in the music business right now. Uh, yeah. just, uh, you know, talking with agent friends and, and musicians and, you know, everybody's pretty much shut down for at least a month and probably more is what it's looking like. So it's a rough time. It's a rough time to be in the music business for sure. Yeah. So you had a, uh, you had a trip planned, uh, down to Nashville. I know you're going to stay there for a couple of weeks and that's totally, totally off the yeah, well, initially, initially I was supposed to go to South by Southwest, and they canceled that, and so I thought, well, if I can't go there, I'll go to Nashville and help with the tornado cleanup. I mean, talk about a bad time in Nashville. Yeah, um, you know, every pretty much everywhere I used to hang out when I lived there is got hit pretty hard by that tornado. So I was hoping to go down and help them and bring a bunch of supplies down, but now it's looking like I'm not going anywhere, so I'll be here. Um, I've got a little tour planned for like late April that I haven't canceled yet, but is probably going to cancel. Um, I'm kind of just waiting, you know, these kind of bigger things like Coachella and South by those are the things that have to cancel further in advance. Cause you can't just right. like pull the plug on it. But, um, you know, I guess I'm kind of lucky that I'm at the level of artists that I can wait and see and I can cancel the week of, it probably won't ruin anybody's lives. Um, so I'm just kind of doing the wait and see game, but, uh, as a talent buyer here in town, I've canceled pretty much everything through April. Um, so it's, uh, it's been a hectic week to say the least. Yeah. No uh, kidding. And you mentioned a mission Creek festival. We, uh, on Thursday had to make the decision to push that back. So, it's a, for people who don't know, it's a four-day festival in Iowa City, literature and music, uh, all different kinds of music, music from all over the world, a lot of moving parts to make it kind of always come together um, on that week. It takes place in venues all over town, and so it was really difficult decision to pull the plug, but you know, it was becoming more and more obvious that it's just not safe to have that many people in such a tight quarter, right. so... I had to do it. So hopefully sometime in September, October, we'll find a weekend where we can piece together most of what was going to happen. And that's, that's the plan right now. Right. And um, I mean, that's, that, that's an, an, an interesting take in its own right coming from you as an artist, but then at the same time, somebody who also organizes all of these, these events and stuff right. like, I can't imagine what your phones look like for the last few days. It's probably been crazy. It's been a lot of it's it's funny cuz like everybody it's I've been in, I've been encouraged because typically 
show cancellations and stuff like that are just a battle, you know, because one side doesn't want to do it and the other side does. But right. it's been kind of it's it's been cool to see everybody be on the same page and totally yeah. understanding and 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 uh, you know, obviously bummed. I mean, a lot of agencies, a lot of artists, you know, this is how they're not going to have a paycheck for yeah. for a couple months probably. Um, I actually had a show on Friday night that I booked. It was a jazz show with Dave King and Julian Lodge. And, and it was a really remarkable show that happened at the Trumpet Blossom here in town. And it was such a big show that we only got there because their Japan tour had gotten canceled. And so they threw together last minute this U.S. tour. And um, just to kind of get ahead of the coronavirus, um, and it ended up hitting. I think they're going to finish the tour. I think tonight's their last night of that tour. But, you know, it's it's sold out in a week, and I didn't really know what to do. Um, I was on the phone with the Johnson County Board of Health, and, and they were not worried about it. And we got it in on Friday, and then yesterday, Saturday, they... Um, the governor, uh, Kim Reynolds, said that we now have community spread in Iowa, which means uh, people have the disease and aren't sure where they got it from. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was in Des Moines. And so, like, if that had happened Friday, I probably would have canceled the show. But it happened Saturday. And so we got the show in. I don't know how I feel about it because I hope nobody <laughs> got sick. Right. Um, but we were talking before we got going here that, you know, it's a lot different when it's on you, um, when you have the responsibility to, to cancel the show or to keep it going. Um, and so I was talking with the band and the agents and the venue, and we all kind of agreed that we'd, we'd go forward with it. And it had the feeling of this is like the last show that's going to happen for a while. And um, that kind of made it a cool atmosphere. People seemed like they really needed it. They really needed that release. Um, but uh, it was... It was nerve wracking for sure, and and I, I had a, a thing of hand sanitizer in my jacket, and <laughs> I stood at the door as everybody was leaving and sprayed every single hand that, that left, except for except for one old guy who was like, he's basically just like fuck that, and he literally licked his hand, <laughs> and I was like, man, man come, come on, on. <laughs> oh god. That's funny. And I so, mean, it's funny, but it's not. <laughs> I, 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 I laughed. I definitely laughed because oh, yeah. I was like, Jesus. Like, And he was like, the of all the people there, he was like definitely the oldest yeah. and the most at risk. And he was just kind of like, fuck it. Like, licked his hand. I was like, I'm I'll, wear, I'll wear this enough. thing. It's I don't fine. care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's been crazy. Yeah, it's been it's been wild. I'm, I'm worried about... A lot of my friends uh, yeah. who have small agencies and stuff, you know, who knows what's going to happen with yeah, them. Yeah, and that's the under that's the underlying. I mean, we we come on here, and I mean, even on Twitter and stuff, the last few last few days, you can you know tweet out, you know, go buy merch, go buy a vinyl, you know, this kind right. of stuff, right? right Absolutely, right, right, right from the artist. But the thing that um, nobody sees is the, the the people that work at that venue, right? The people that right, work at that right. venue, the people that work in, I mean, even managers and people, that, the, just the people that work behind the scenes to put all this stuff on, they also really, For sure, really suffer yeah. too, right? So. Totally, yeah. And I saw like one of my favorite venues in the world is the Tonic Room in Chicago. 
that my buddy Donnie owns, and they they made the call yesterday or today to close their doors for a couple weeks, which is a huge. That's that's tough, and they set up a GoFundMe so you can tip the venue, and that money is getting split nice. between everybody who works there. Oh, that's good. Um, so if you uh, if you feel like helping out in that way, if you just Google Tonic Room GoFundMe, you can find that. Um, buying records, buying T-shirts, I've been doing a lot of that, just trying to support my friends. Definitely. And, you know, but yeah. there's there's usually not much you can do for an agency or or a management, you know, uh, firm. So. I guess, you know, uh, if you have uh, your sights on shows that are happening a couple months down the line that seem pretty safe, like they're going to happen, go ahead and buy tickets. I mean, I think the worst thing that uh, that'll happen is it gets canceled and you get your money back. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so, I mean, that's that'll that, I think that'll definitely ease some people's uh, some people's minds, you know, to know that there's money coming. So if you have your, you know, and. You know, I think that this will hopefully uh, instill in everybody a, a greater sense of like how important live music is and how important these places are. Um, so once things do clear up, you know, do make sure you go out to some shows and and, and buy some merch and and buy some drinks and tip well. You know, um, I I was tipping yeah. everybody on Friday night as much as I could. I was just, Th- like, I mean, you know, like nobody nobody fifty percent nobody tip. wishes this kind of a situation upon anybody. But I mean, this is really the time where you start to see who really cares and and I mean, who really is willing, you know, to support people and really really make that kind of contribution, right? Like, I mean, yeah. and, and, and I'm not saying like obviously if you're able. Not everybody's able to go buy merch online and go to no, a show. yeah, of course, you know, you yeah. Know, like that's you know, I mean, I understand. I fully yeah. understand don't, that. I've seen a lot of arguments don't on take Twitter out a about loan, it. a second mortgage on your house. Yeah, absolutely. Not not everybody's willing. I mean, not sorry, not willing, but able, able yeah, to con like yeah, contribute it's tough, in, that, man. in that in that sense. But the people who are, it's I mean, say you bought a ninety five dollar ticket. I mean, if you can donate, not donate, but if you could go spend forty. 40 bucks of that on a t-shirt or whatever i'm speaking in canadian right. canadian dollars but if you go spend yeah. 40 bucks 40 bucks of that 95 dollar ticket even half of it you know what i'm saying go buy a t-shirt or something yeah you know it's and, 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 and it like i totally understand right? that yeah and if you are one of those people who is getting killed by this you know if your income's out the window right now and you can't mm-hmm. Uh, buy merch or buy records like that totally makes sense um if you do have a stream streaming platform you know getting some streams in like it's not a lot of money but it does help in other ways uh through like spotify's algorithms or whatever to just play the songs and something you can do is if if there's an artist that you really like who you know is struggling but you can't uh, financially afford to support them you know share them with friends share it on on the internet and just kind of you know there's gonna be a lot of people sitting around looking for new things to consume over the next couple weeks, you know, so share those bands that you like. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and exactly. Yeah. I think that, I think that this could, you know, obviously this is a horrible thing, but, um, I think with like the right attitude, you know, this might end up, uh, we might come out stronger, you know, as a music community because of this, you know, but. And that, that dude, yeah, that, that goes exactly back to kind of what you were saying on, on people realizing the importance of live music mm-hmm. and uh and you know learning learning from this situation and uh the song that that we're gonna play 
here. I don't know if we're going to do it right now or if we want to talk a little bit more, but well, the right song away. we're going to play of, of Brian's here is, uh, is totally about um, people underappreciating art and mm-hmm. music. I mean, all art really, but uh, specifically live music here and kind of the behind the, th- behind the scenes look, look at uh, how, how important it is. And, and yeah, I think it's, a, it's the perfect song really to play for the, the time we're in where people need to come together and, and understand how how important live music is and and it's it'd be really tough without it so and I, we're, for we're sure i just want to throw yeah, in too but, i just want to throw in too like this is a perfect example of like why you shouldn't take live music for granted yeah you know exactly when you can yeah. go to a show if you're able to go to a show and it's somebody that you obviously you know support and love as an artist you need to go to that show why not why wouldn't you you know, like there's a million reasons not to yeah. do, not to go to that show, but in times like this, it really makes you realize, like, oh damn, I should have went to that show. Oh, I wish I could go to that show. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, it's just, and I think he, part of the, I mean, the... everybody right now is, you know, probably thinking about something. All these shows getting canceled, they're like, oh damn, I can't go to that now. Well, maybe I should have went to such and such, you know, a year ago, something like that. Yeah. It just it you just it just totally you makes have. you makes you realize how much people take that kind of stuff for granted when it's fully for sure. readily available, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and the, like the song we're going to play is Music Business Blues Breakdown. Um hey. and it's, you know, I wrote it um back when I thought things were hard for artists. <laughs> I did I couldn't have even you know contemplated this. You know, I don't think anybody could have seen this coming. But, you know, it is about, you know, how it's tough to make money as an artist, but it's also tough to make money as a venue. And um, everybody who devotes themselves to art, you know, not everybody, but I would say the vast majority of people who work in uh, music or art do it because they love it and they don't make a lot of money. And uh, sometimes people try to make it harder. And and I think that it's something that needs to be recognized that, you know, that we're doing it and we're doing it because we love it. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're doing well financially <laughs> and, um, you know, any support that could be given is great. And, you know, I think there's things that, uh, we can do as a society to make it better too. So, Definitely. Right. um, yeah. Yeah. So going off of that, I mean, Brian, thank you, you pretty so much, much for, for coming on and, the song and yeah, you entered your own <laughs> song there perfectly. So hey, that's what I do. Taking that off of our load, um, but yeah, music business blues breakdown. It's a, uh, it's a real one for the arts here. And uh, thank you again, Brian, for yeah, coming on and, and sharing sharing your experiences with this and how it's affecting you in Iowa and you know that always hits home here. So uh, yeah, man, again. stay and strong. This, yeah. Yeah, you too. And this one is a music business blues breakdown. Brian. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> Talking on the phone, I said, Mama, just leave it alone. I've been working on these songs. No, I ain't going back to school. I've been working like a dog. Yes, Mama, this is a job. But this business is like the mob. Kick your ass till you pay your dues. She said, That don't sound like no career. Driving around, drinking beer. Year after year. Got another label on the line. You got daydreaming stuff. 